Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast. And sitting all the way across in his house, he's my bro, he's your bro. Give it up for Alan. Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Brocast. It's your boy. It's Alan. Guys, how are we all? We're in a new month of November. Hope everyone is well. This wretched year of 2020 is nearly, nearly over. Thomas, how are you, man? Bro, I'm good, and I'm a bit tired, been a bit busy with work. We're getting so close to Christmas time, so I'm like mm-hmm. really finalising the end part of my year. And, you know, the COVID working from home, I think, has been both good and bad. But, you know, this is what's happened this year, and I think it's going to be like this for a little bit longer. So I think we just got to keep pushing forward, and I think laughter is the best medicine and that's why I thought I would meet up with you again and we'll do a show called The Broadcast and we'll, we'll just, you know, have a chat. I love it. It sounds good, man. feels good. If you're hoping for more of a, you know, me having a dig at you right then, sadly, it's not going to happen because I am in a good mood today. Love you. You ruined it. You're an <laughs> asshole. I hate you. you, you oh. Guys, he, he knew. He saw me take – I was going to grab my can. I've got. I'm drinking tonight, guys. I'm not drinking alcohol because I don't drink alcohol anymore. I a um a juice monster, a pine. It was a pine punch, and he saw me go to get the can. And as I put it to my lips, I took a few sips. He went, "I love you," and I was like, "You mother effer! I hate you." Bad, bad man. Alan hates when I try and do any expressions of love towards him. Like even when I try and hug him. When we like when I saw him, like he was hands by his side. Don't touch me. Don't touch. Me. This is get this, this is go away. It is uh, some of my favorite videos I've seen online, especially on um, on TikTok as well too. Is the siblings going up randomly, going up and cuddling their other siblings and their reactions. <laughs> There's some really sweet ones to go. They go, I've got a really cool brother. Or if it's other guys going, what are you doing, man? Get off me! And they get full attacked. <laughs> And I look at that video and I see a lot of that in myself going because I knew 
if you come up to me and try any of that shit, I'd just go, no, I'll deck you. <laughs> My arms will be up, and before yeah. they've even got around Alan, the uppercut's already come straight yeah. through, bang. There's <laughs> only, in life, there's about four people that I only really cuddle or give a hug to. One is our mother, yep. the other's our father, one is my partner, and the other's my son. You got okay, an extra no finger there. I'm the number five, right? Or was it? Yeah, you're yeah, not, right. bro. <laughs> you're not. Sorry, man. Yeah. There's only four people in life that I really sort of will give a hug to. Anybody else, I'll bloody uppercut you. And that's so I was going to get say. You. I was going to say, but no one gives best handshakes like I do. Wait, that sounds wrong. Wait, wait, let, me, let me just clarify. I'm talking about when I shake someone else's hand, not do it. Hey, yeah. um, Guys, yeah. if you ever shake, shook Tom's hand before, the limpest handshake, <laughs> it is purely disgusting. And you know he's had his hands in his pocket for about a good five minutes. I don't know what he's doing in there. He's probably fingering himself. <laughs> and, but he, he comes out all warm. So it's a warm, limp handshake. And you're like... Great, lovely. Well, my newest no, thing is just I just give the fingers sometimes. Like I just put the fingers out like that, just the fingers, and then they. Oh yeah, finger, fingers. What does that yeah. mean? Like you give them two fingers? No, no, no. Like the whole. I just, the hand comes, so they have to grab my fingers, and then I put my thumb on top of their hand as it's, so it's like a little thumb wall kind of thing. One, so, two, three, four. <laughs> uh, I declare a thumb wheel. I won. I'll walk away. Yeah. You know what? I'm be, I'm quite happy with this whole COVID business because I haven't seen you. This is probably our how many episodes we've we done now where we've bro, done it bro, all. We have we haven't sat in the same room together doing a show since January. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for that. Well, if COVID can just go on a little bit longer, the more I can avoid seeing Tom face to face and being near him. I would like that. I would be happy if we continue to just to do this show like this from now on. It would be great. Oh, okay. Well, love you. So, Can we move on? Well, why are we here tonight? <laughs> We're here, guys, because this is uh, episode number 75 and wrestling companion number 51. And now we actually announced this not in our last show, but the one before that, the show mm-hmm. that we say that didn't exist and we don't talk about, which is the four... Uh, Raw 491, which mm-hmm. was the Katie, uh, Katie Vick episode. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we did announce at the end of that show, after all the, 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 the dirty business, that we're going to be covering a SmackDown show. And we're talking about WWF SmackDown November 15, 2001. And this is on the eve of Survivor Series 2001L. The Alliance versus the WWE. Who will take control of the WWE? Vince McMahon's kids, Shane and Stephanie, and Paul Heyman, or Vince McMahon? Who is going to win on Sunday? Yeah. I was just asking me, who do I think was going to win? We, you already knew. Okay. A little bit of, <laughs> well, because you went quiet. I thought you were asking me a question. I thought no, no. I, was going to be a I, was, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to everybody. I was talking to our listeners, man. You know, I was building drama, you know? Oh, see? That wow, you, there. you're really harsh on my buzz today, man. I, I can't, woke up good, had a good day, you know, pounded through a good couple of cup of coffee during the day, feeling really good. Went home, took a fantastic shit. Now I have to come on to <laughs> the show with you. And it, it, you're, you're, harsh on my buzz, you're harshing my buzz, bro. Come on. What are you doing, man? 
But I had to because you had such a good day. I had to give you something bad. You can't all be all sunshine and rainbows, Alan. Well, it can be, and I'm feeling pretty good, but now you're harsh on that. So, anyway, who was going to win? A, a bit of clarity from back in the day. Tom was under the impression at this time that the Alliance was going to win. <laughs> they, yes, they are. They were going to. Yes, they and were. If it, and if it wasn't for Kurt Angle, they would have won. And the Alliance would have won, and they would have taken over WWE. But that didn't happen. And I remember watching this uh, Survivor Series with, uh, with our family. And uh, our youngest siblings, Nathan and Jacinda, they were watching it with us. And the three of us, not Thomas, we were all going for the WWE. And when Kurt Angle hit, um, hit, uh, was, uh, Austin, Austin with the title belt, and Rock gave him the rock bottom, bang, boom, the whole place blew up. Uh, Finkel's over there, and the winner of WWE goes up to all the common traders and starts high fiving him. Mm. It's fantastic. It was such a feel good moment, and you're on the you're on the ring going on the floor going no, no, not the alliance lost. And I'm like, seriously, dude, you, did you really think they were going to win? It was I did. It. I thought we were going to get an alliance roar. I really thought that. We did get an alliance roar when Buff Badwell took on uh, Booker T, <laughs> and, and Arn Anderson and uh, Scott uh, Hudson did commentary for us. The the ones that one and only. Bad. Yeah. All right. All right. Stop with the with the pauses and just let's move on. Come on. All right. So guys, you can check us out directly on Instagram and also on Twitter. The Brocast T H E B R O K S K A S T. You can download all episodes on many different networks: Spotify, Highcast, Castbox, Castro, uh, Podbean, and Apple iTunes. Um, now we're gonna before we actually kick into this show. So actually, load up your network, go to SmackDown November 15, 2001. Just have it loaded up on your screen. But before you actually hit play, I want to give a good shout out to a podcast that we think you guys should definitely check out. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and Parlay Points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, guys, we are back. And, Alan, could you give us our countdown, please? All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, let's get ready to go and play this show. I mean, I'm actually looking forward to actually watching this again. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, let us get ready and press play in five, four, three, two, and one. Go. Here we go. I actually watched this about two weeks ago to actually take a couple of notes from some things I discovered that I would like to talk to you about, Ellen. No problem. Attitude. WWE's attitude. And uh, we had the, was it, Marilyn Manson song, The Beautiful People? Is this the song here? Yes. Yes. 
Because they actually changed. So the actual SmackDown fist is what we have as our arena now. This actually only came about, I think it was two and a half months earlier. Because yeah. in, that, in that opening promo, you saw the gore from Rhino to Chris Jericho, which was the final right. SmackDown to feature the oval stage. And part of the SmackDown fist becoming the new uh, entrance, they actually had a new theme song, which is That's the Beautiful right. People song. By Marilyn Manson. Here we go, guys. Do you, do you remember watching this on TV? Yeah, I'm, yeah. We used to watch it on Fox 8, didn't we? That's right. That's right. We did. We did. We used to have a, a streaming service, a uh, sort of channel back in uh, from the day called Foxtel. It's still going today. Uh, but here we go. We got ECW, WCW, and ECW. Kurt Angle and Stone Cold Steve Austin go against The Rock, who is part of the WWF, and Chris Jericho. And what I like too, it's like, you know, you had The Rock who had WCW's belt and Austin, who was the Alliance, had the WWF's belt. Like they had the belt switched across brands. That's right. Which was cool. That's right. And then we've got Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Thursday Night, Mr. 420, Rob Van Dam. And we've got Tony Chimmel in the ring and we got a very, very skinny uh, Teddy Long. Yeah, very skinny. So this is a non-title hardcore, non-title matchup, but Van Dam is the hardcore champion. That's correct. Oh, the geez. whole twenty-four-seven rule was, I think, dropped about a year earlier. Man, I'm, I'm not going to lie, your boys here, the broadcast, do love some Kane action. We do, man. We've covered Every, so much Kane, haven't we? We just love Kane. Kane is part of our our genre. He, remember watching him he, from humble beginning from '97. Where we started watching around near '99, he's been on all of our, nearly all of our shows, our wrestling companions. Well, we actually covered, like I think from memory, we covered his first matchup on pay per view, which was WWF Survivor Series 1997 when he took on Mankind. Like he actually yes. debuted a few weeks earlier at Bad Blood, you know, tombstoning uh, Taker and helping Sean win. Yes. But we've covered him unmasked. We've covered him unmasked. We covered him in what the last month the ECW show. That's right. Um, our, our Halloween episode we just did, um, just from last month, it pretty much Kane's rolling around in that match. Did not have the mask on, which is not my favorite. This is one of my Kane is my favorite here with the mask. It's showing a bit of personality. Uh, yeah, I'm actually trying to remember why the costume did change because I know in 2000 he still had the one arm exposed. I think it was the Chris Jericho feud. Remember in late 2000 when he was feuding with Jericho, he started wearing the singlet, but I don't know what this, the move was to switch it. Because um, that's when there was a lot of flack saying that, you know, I know Kane used to wear that suit because he was burned all over. But then mm. you look at him here, there's no burn marks. Um, and then Wait, when I... he actually unmasked and they said, oh, no, he doesn't actually have burns. They were, um, what is it, psychological burns. Is what they right. tried to say that he had psychological scarring, not physical scarring on his body. I used to think back back in the day, and I used to get really shitty about that, thinking mm. about going, "Why can't they just put scars on his face?" I went, and then you, when you get a little bit older, you understand life a little bit in general. You're like, do you ever imagine the the work that Kane would have to do mm. every night, yep. putting on prosthetic scars, and then he's under these lights, they would start melting off. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. You know, you, you don't think properly when you're a kid when you watch this shit. But, but when also, you get a little bit older, that, there are also there are a person they're playing a character, 
Yeah. Like they're, they're not Kane all the time. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't wear a mask to bed that night. He doesn't wear a mask when he drives to work. He's an actual character. So, uh, yeah. Well, when they did the uh, the Undertaker, Dead Man Chronicles on the WWE Network, they mm. actually talked about when Kane and he and Kane, um, the Undertaker and Kane would have their fury. And Kane would get off the bus and he would have a towel on his face. Like, he he was such into the character, he did not want to show his face off, which was pretty cool because yeah. back in those days, you know, it's still the the idea of kayfabe was still alive then and was pretty much like he, he's living that gimmick of going, I have to come out. I can't look like – people expect me to look like a monster. They're not, you know, I don't want to upset anybody. So, he, yeah, hats off to Kane. Very cool that he did that. Mm. Glenn Jacobs. But he was also, like, he didn't do a lot of shoots. Like, you know, he's been under contract for so long, you weren't seeing Glenn Jacobs doing a shoot interview about his character. And, he what, he's had three different gimmicks in WWE. I think he was, what, uh, Ivy Yankum? Yes. When he actually debuted. Um, I remember actually him in WCW when he was there for a bit. Actually had a match against Sting, I think, on a Saturday night. Oh, Saturday night. WCW Saturday night. Uh, Like a one-time. Do you have a name, or was just? I will find it actually, because it was nothing to do with any other gimmick I saw him have before. Oh, Rolling Thunder. Oh, what a fantastic move that is! And you think of these two, they actually went on to win the tag belts. Best of buds. Yeah, in Very two good. years' time, oh three, they were tag team champions. And that role that we we don't speak of, who actually was Kane and RVD take on Ric Flair and Triple H. Yes, and they've also been opponents before on our show for the Raw Roulette. That's um, correct. It was what Team Van Dam and Hardy against Hurricane and Kane TLC, my favourite match and favourite Raw um, that we've actually covered. Um, his name was Bruiser Bruiser Mastino was his name in WCW. Looking at my notes here, and he didn't he wrestled without a mask on. He was just a big. He just he dude. looked like um, Isaac Yankum, but yep. just didn't have the teeth going. Just had just simple curly blonde hair, topless, just with like a truck pant. Um, oh. Only had a couple of appearances on that. IVD going to the top. Is he thinking five star? Is oh look at the crowd that everyone gets up. Look at that dude with the sign there. We want Hogan. He'll be there momentarily, guys. You just gotta wait a couple of months. He'll be there soon. Yeah, he would have what already he would have debuted in what, February of O two, No Way Out, two thousand and two. Yes. Paul and Nash. Yep. That was so surreal. Like I actually remember that like yesterday. When Same. Vince McMahon span that chair around on that SmackDown showing the NWO symbol. And then I remember just sitting there watching No Way Out, and they kicked off the show. I remember jumping out of my chair. Here I am watching WWF, and the NWO song has just hit on a pay-per-view. And now comes Hall working out first, and then Nash and Hogan. You're like, oh, my God, they actually are back together. This is not a fake team. This is the real NWO group. We hadn't seen Hall or Nash on a WWE TV or pay-per-views since the – the 90s, since yeah. they, 1995, when they jumped shipped and they went over to WCW. Oh, it's Booker T. Ties up Kane on the top oh. rope. Flying drop kick or modified drop kick by Van Dam. Oh. Van Dam steals it. Oh. No five star frog splash. No choke slam. Oh, look out. Yeah, yeah, he, that man comes running down. You're like, yeah, I've got to go, man. I've got to go. <laughs> He's a scary man, even with a beanie. 
Now, see, no, see Taker's hair problem? I will say, guys, that happens to me quite a lot, Al. So have a look at Taker's hair. That's the issue I have with my hair. So, yeah. What, what you wear a beanie under your... Yeah, but what? you know what the problem is? I don't... I, you know what the problem is, though? What's that? Uh, Undertaker can pull it off. Can you? No. Yeah, when I wear my Alive Man ink beanie, that's what it says on my one. Alive Man beanie. Hey. He says dead man. Mine says alive man. That's a joke. I was just, yeah. I'm a live man. <laughs> I'm a live man. Go away, mate. I will. Yeah. No problem. God bless. No, I've never heard of this Iron Chef USA. What was that? With William Shatner. Uh, it was pretty much like the Japanese version of the Iron Chef. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a cooking show. Uh, they had to pick they pretty much at the beginning of the show, especially the Japanese one. It was the grandmaster. The the master had to choose of what they were going to be doing and cooking. And it would be something very interesting. So they would have to do different. Well, it was like a comedy uh, reality show, was it? No, um, not really. It was just a really cool cooking show hmm. from, um, yeah. I mean, there would be some funny bits in it, but no, not to the... Like ha, ha I mean, probably the American one was probably to make cheap laughs, but the um, the Japanese version was taken very serious. Mm. So we had Test what, uh, playing his Xbox, the original Xbox, playing I think probably right. Fresno. We yes. had Steph coming in complimenting Test on becoming IC champ. Yes. Because uh, again, uh, this upcoming Survivor Series, it was IC champion Test against US champion Edge. That's correct. That's right. Yeah, this is, I would say, pretty cringeworthy, this promo. Like, it goes for a couple of minutes, but yep. it's just really weird. It goes on for a little bit too long. Yep. I like Jericho's ECW style, too. Check that out. That's cool. Y2J and Barb Wire. And I would say, like, this was one of my favourite years for Chris Jericho because this is his breakout year, you know, becoming world champion. He actually won the world heavyweight title in, I think it was September. At yes. um, No Mercy, defeating The Rock one-on-one with a steel chair assist and won the world belt and end up dropping it back um, to The Rock on a Monday Night Raw. But these guys had a series of matches. And you think by the end of the year, you know, Jericho reached the, the highest point he could do, becoming the undisputed champion and still continue feuding with The Rock going into the Rumble 2002. Very true. Yes, this is definitely how you said uh Jericho's breakout year. Mm. A lot, a lot of things, a lot of things happened at this time for him. <clears throat> and that's the thing, like with the whole alliance, because again, Alan, Alan said I was so pro alliance this year. I was waiting for Jericho to defect, and they teased it and they teased it, but Jericho was never the one to do it. Never. Like Kurt, Kurt jumped what only a few weeks ago to join them, and I thought it would be Jericho, because Jericho's feuding with the Rock. Rocks WWF. The good mm-hmm. thing is maybe Jericho goes to the Alliance and does that, but Jericho didn't. He was just the heel on the Alliance on the on the WWF team. Where when you think WWF, you think it should be all good guys, you know, Big Show, Kane, Taker, Rock, and the Alliance would be all heels, you know, Booker T, RVD, Dudley's, Austin. Um, but Jericho was that one heel that was there, that was still pushing and probing at Rock all the time. Well, wasn't at that time, too, that um, Kurt Angle claimed it to Vince McMahon that Vince McMahon, he was a um, 
a spy. I think that was. I remember he he was he said that one time that he yeah. was uh, one of Vince McMahon's spies, and there was a reason why he defected over to the Alliance yeah. only to come back. Well, they teased it that uh, the night after Survivor Series of this year, when you know what is it, Angle helped them win. That's when Vince said there was a plan all along by Kurt and Vince to do that. And because of that, he wants to give Kurt the WWE Championship, which was held by Austin. But because Austin was with the Alliance and lost his contract, Vince was going to give the belt to Kurt. And that's when we had Ric Flair return and say, no, we're not doing that. I'm the new co-owner of WWE. I'm taking the belt. I want to give it back to Stone Cold because he never lost it. Mind you, that that roar afterwards is Mm. truly fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Could you give me a time cue, please? Yep, I am at 13.22, 13.23, the handshake uh, between Jericho and The Rock right now. Thank you. This is the weird handshake. Goes through Knuckles, up on top, walks down his hand, Jericho, Rock pushes it away. Jericho's like he's going to crack up laughing. I just like, it's... <laughs> It's the Rock's return handshake here, featuring the uh, the hunting duck. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> uh, so thin, the Rock, isn't he, too? Just to think, Rock looks nothing like that now. He's just so jacked up now. He is. He's absolutely huge. At this time, this is the... Um, what would you say? Well, what movie was he was in at this time? I'm just trying, not the Scorpion King because he was quite jacked in that. I was thinking the uh, the Tooth Fairy because he was yeah, very I would skinny. Say fairy. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. There's the duck. He just shot the duck down. The duck falls it to the ground. Drinks his water, and now I think he holsters the gun here after blowing off the two. We go. Yep, holsters the gun. <laughs> he holsters the gun. Oh man. Yep, entertainment here, guys. Wrestling entertainment. Oh, we got Edge coming out to Rob Zombie, eh? <clears throat> Very nice. That's my favourite United States Championship belt, too. The WCW late 90s version, not the earlier version from the 80s. This one here, the one held by, what, Rick Rude, Goldberg, what, Mr. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, uh, I, what, Scott I, Steiner, Sting. I When I see that title, I do see... Bill Goldberg winning yeah. that when, when he won that. Who did he, he beat? Did he beat Raven? Oh, uh, yeah, Raven. Yep. He beat Raven, that's right. St- I think yeah. he spilled him on a guardrail in the ring. He had a guardrail right. in the corner. Yeah. Never you won it. I actually had this album as well, too The Sinister Surge by Rob mm. Zombie. Because I got it. I was going through a phase at that time as well. <laughs> Didn't really. Edge Ooh La La. Did you see that sign? Yeah. We got Matt and Jeff Hardy and the, the lovely Lita. So they actually it's won different. the they actually won those tag team belts on the Raw that just passed. I think they actually defeated from memory. Might have been Booker T and Test, who were the tag champs. But Cole just announced there that Survivor Series this mm. Sunday, it'll be WWF Tag Team Champions Hardys against WCW Tag Team Champions Dudley's Tag Team Steel Cage Unification matchup. And there would be a table would enter the ring and the Hardys would lose, wouldn't they? 
and the yeah, Dullies. Well, the, what they were doing, they were kind of teasing the breakdown of the Hardys at this time period. So, yes, they were. Again, you had Stacey trying to get, get in there with Matt Hardy. You had Tori trying to get in there with Jeff at the time. So there was a bit of a friction between the two. That Survivor Series, it was elimination matchup. So even though you climb outside the ring, you're not the winner. It was the actual, the one in the ring to actually climb out and get the pinfall. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I think both Christian and Matt have already climbed out. Jeff is actually in the ring with Edge, puts him on a table, goes to leave the cage, but then has a, another thought. Matt's screaming to him, jump down, jump down. But then Jeff decides to do the, uh, what is it? Uh, Swan Tom bomb, misses him. Yep. And then Bubba puts the hand over the top. One, two, three. Dudley Boys Unified Tag Team Champs. Oh, it's the living, breathing douchebag himself. Testicle test. He's also been on our show a few times as well as European champ at WrestleMania. We yes. covered it with Stacey when we did the Raw show recently. He's, he's awkward yeah. hardcore matchup against Al Snow at the, the Raw Roulette featuring a um, bowling ball. Bowling ball slipping over a, uh, a trash can lid. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, it was... <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, we just love the most. Oh, shit, shit, you're the hurt. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So we've got some uh, six-man action here, do we? Look at that team there. Edge and the Hardys, man. Like, you think of E and C against the Hardys, seeing them actually teaming up in a six-man tag. Yeah, that's nice. I'm looking at Stacy. And this is where you go, oh, nah, no nah, thanks, hell. Nah. Well, boy. she was actually called Sister Stacy at this time, too. That's what they called her. Really? I just yeah. see her as Stacy. Like you had Stacey the brothers, Gilbert. you had the brothers, you know, the Dudleys, and they called her Sister Stacy was the name they were going for. Like when I yeah, think of she, sister, I think of Sister Sherry. This one, Stacey. Well, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't come across as, you know, Sherry Scary, chest is hairy. That's one of my favorite signs of seeing that back in the day. <laughs> sister Sherry has a hairy, you know, Chest is I, I need something that rhymes with it. Okay. I mean, it's it's quite clever, but yeah. I don't think her chest was ever hairy. But I would imagine the uh, the lower half was. Oh my goodness! I saw her wrestle oh. recently um, against Alundra Blaze or Medusa when she was in WCW. They had a yes, pretty thanks. good scrap. Those two. They know her. They again. They were proper wrestlers back in the yeah. day. You know, they, Sherry wasn't just a uh, a manager. She, uh, you know, they were proper. But even proper like wrestlers. I was watching some old WWF, and it was like Bertha Faye. Like she was jacked up, taking on um, Alundra Blaze for like the World Wrestling Federation Women's Championship, and she was jacked up. That makeup on her face, but she was massive, massive yeah, woman. Yeah. yeah. Look at that smoke well, still I... trying to filter its way out of the arena. Look at it just all, all sitting I... on one corner. It's it's you know who it is. It's the it's Edge and the Dudley Boys. Their yep. their um their entrances create a lot of, of uh, pyro smoke. You just need to see people coughing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a it's not a very ventilated area. You're hoping if they were going to do it, you know, just open up a couple of windows. Can someone put the fans on, please? Put put the fans on. Mm. No, actually, don't do that because it will circulate an area and then everyone will get sick. Actually, look at that. It's actually around the, the near the commentary table now. Yeah. Like it's moving. It's like actually coming around the ringside area. That's blooming terrible, that is. 
Here we go, off the ropes. So many former world champions here. What Matt Hardy, yes. ECW champion, Jeff Hardy, world heavyweight WWE, Edge, world heavyweight WWE, Bubba Ray, TNA champion. Mm-hmm. Just Devon and Tess were the only two to not have a major world title. <laughs> oh, that was a. I was about to say that. And then there's Devon and Test. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Devon won the TV title in TNA. Did he? Yeah. Why did they when, feel when, bad for him, did they? <laughs> when the Dudley Boys split up and Team 3D was going through the breakdown and Bubba Ray went, was, went across to the um, Aces and Aces. Aces of Aids, yeah. Yeah, Devon went singles and actually became TV champion. Okay. Cool. Which was actually the Legends Championship that became the global title that became the TV title. So, yeah. That book of, that book of T. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Have you been watching um, TNA of late? Oh, sorry, Impact of late? I have. So they had Bound for cool. Glory happen a few weeks ago. And I, think, yes. I really think, like, you know, as much as it sucks seeing all those cuts happen, you know, earlier this year with WWE – it's opened the door for so many talent, you know, to either return to Impact or debut on Impact. It's yes. also the same thing for AEW, you know, bringing in some different yes. names across there. And so as much as it sucked to see people lose their job, you know, they're in a good place now. You know, they may be not working in front of the big audiences as much as they want, but, you know, they're still actually getting their pay and, you know, putting on some of those dream matches that we thought, you know, we always like to see. So, and I yep. think like we talked on this show in, you know, in, in sometimes full detail that, you know, I was open to think that TNA wasn't going to be around, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. They were really struggling to even sell out arenas. They were giving tickets away to people because no one was buying them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what? I think the, having the Good Brothers there, I really yes. see Gallows and Anderson being there. They bring a whole new fan base, like that Japanese audience who still followed them after they left New Japan are actually watching TNA now because of them being there. Really good wrestlers. The Machine Guns, my favourite tag team, seeing them back. Uh, Shelly and Sabin. So, yeah, you know, I watch as much as I can. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Probably AEW over NXT. And Raw and SmackDown, it's more just, you know, I'll just catch the results or, you know, check out online social media and just read what happened. But, yeah. Yeah, I would say that's pretty much where I am now. I don't watch sort of any form of wrestling that much i think the only time i really do is seeing what's online on twitter mm. and seeing what's going on there and then you know we've got a wrestling chat with two other mates and um we you know they talk mainly about what's going on um i think occasionally when i jump in that chat it's just i found a funny simpson meme that was related to wrestling somehow so i've got to share it which then about maybe two or three days later it's on watchamania <laughs> so it's like oh did you that's pretty funny al yeah, matthew got to it first because because yeah, <laughs> it's ross time was me i did that first not really but i like to think i did jeez bubba just scott well, i love when he used to he missed just, the scent on bomb yeah he does that so well he does this and is a pumped like, up did, crowd to think this event was 19 years ago and to still see, like, Jeff Hardy still going today, you know, Matt Hardy yes. in AEW going, you know, Edge looking to yes. return from his injuries, you know, Tess has passed on, Devon's an agent now, and then Bubba Ray's yes. doing stuff with Busted Open Radio and ROH, so. Yes, yes, and, and Kyoto, yes. Kyoto with um, AEW. That is correct. So, again, I mean, this is nearly, like you said, 20-odd years ago, 19 years ago, but people are still going strong. Mm. 
Oh. For a sure, big man, Bubba sold so well too. Like he was a big dude. Like he always did really well to not only make his opponent look good, but he also was able to really have a good move set. Like he he sold punches well. He presented punches well as well. Cross body there. Oh. Oh, look at this. You got Stacy entering on top of the guardrail rampway here. Yes. And she's chatting to Edge. Oh, Devon yes. nearly knocks her off. Yes. Spear by Edge. Three count. There we go. Oh, yeah. oh she, she looks shocked. Oh, my God. Ooh, I love oh. that big boot, man. He did Tess's that so big well. It was awesome. Oh. Leader punches uh, Stacy off the uh, <laughs> ring ropes, and Matt Hardy uh, uneventually, uneventually catches her. Oh no! This is fantastic. This is fantastic. Oh, oh do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Shit. What a legend! What a true legend she is. Good on and her. And watch! Look at Bubba. He just points at him. Look, points at him. See, look, laughing. If I was a referee, I would jump on the on the top and go one, two, three. Matt Hardy's just pin <laughs> leader, just to be a dick. And you hear what Bubba shouts out there, see you in the cage, see you in the cage. See you in the cage. Look at that. Love it. What a legend. And I will say, like, guys, for those of you who are listening, if you don't want to watch the whole Survivor Series show, I recommend do go out and watch that tag match, though. It's a really good steel cage matchup. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, just do one, two, three, Kyo. Just counter. Well, then joins team the Dudley boys. <laughs> no, just hold Matt's arm up. He goes, I'm trying to help my missus here. Oh, no, I, no, you no, know no. what? You know, get it. You know, it can be you got brother Devon, you got brother Ray, you got sister Stacy, you got cousin Kyoto. There you go. <laughs> this is why you're not a writer. <laughs> that's why cousin. I do. That's why I do fantasy wrestling. I, that's why I do the fantasy wrestling. And I dress them up and I make them look like South Park characters. All wearing NWO shirts. That's what that's what looks to real mate. It looks to, real to me, damn it. Little <laughs> South Park characters. Do you remember that when I did that with the old revenge game? Yeah. Where I used to make every single person have an NWO shirt. Every character, yeah. Ray Mysterio, TKA man, TKQ man, all those guys. Kim you know what G. I loved about what I loved about it though? We actually borrowed it from a video easy and we had to return it. So whenever you, the, the next person who was looking to play that game and take it home on their 64, yep. you would actually, you know, put the console in and go, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? Oh. Why, is, why is he, is she, is she okay? She's taken worse bumps before from the Dudleys. Yeah. I think she's going to be okay, Matt. She's, she's been put through she's, a table by the Dudleys. For God's sake, I think she's a pretty tough cookie. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> She almost looks drunk though. Yes, I kiss me. Oh my god! Give me a kiss. Oh yuck! She's mashing here. Lip moxion. He's looking over there too. So Vince is probably sitting there with one hand in his pocket. <laughs> kiss her, kiss her deeply. Damn it! Do it softly. What's he looking around for? So he's rolling his eyes like oh, once again. She's you know she's got me into trouble because this is kind of the breakdown of their relationship as well. He's also going, yeah, but those Stacy's legs, nom, nom, nom. Look, Al, it's DDP. It's, D- it's me. It's <laughs> DDP. He, he's smiling here, too. So oh, it's wait the, a minute. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the big show doing a bit of dress-up, is it? Yeah. 
he does like to dress up the big shoe. So he did that what back in two thousand. He was what the the showster doing Hulk Hogan. He did Rikishi yeah. for a little bit. That's right. He came out every week, and then Kurt Angle had had enough. He was just like, "Look at the size of that jacket. That's a big mm. jacket." From the big I and mean, tall man shop. Yes. I mean, you and you and I could fit in that jacket. It's a I massive jacket. I know. Seriously, if we can find that jacket, and you go in one, you go on the left, I'll go on the right, and we'll just take a photo. Well, there's lolly teeth. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I think it's a mouth guard. Yeah, it's definitely a mouth guard. It's the DP. About to fall out. <laughs> this is just early days of DDPY. Yeah, it was. This I actually watched him on Shark Tank a few weeks ago. I think it was Shark Tank, or it's like yeah, Devil's yeah, yeah. Den, one of those shows, where he was trying to get a contract for it. It popped up on my Facebook the other day, and I'm like, what, DDP was doing the yoga stuff on Shark Tank? Yeah, that's how he started off. Yeah. That's how it sort of risen, and then it got really, really big. Well, I think he was saying that, like, because he started wrestling, I think, at like 35, 36, when he reached the peak of his career. And I think after like a series of really bad back injuries, because we've actually covered them on the show, you see him with his taped up ribs because his back yeah. is so bad. Oh yeah. He was recommended to do yoga, and he was like, "Yoga? No, nah, I'm not going to do that." And then tried it and was like sold on it. Like, yep, yeah, this is what's for me. He also played a great role in um, the Netflix uh, episode. I think it was just, no, it wasn't a series, but it was a Netflix movie, uh, the Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, and that is oh, a yeah. fantastic show, um, and how he helped. Um, Jake the Snake sort of get back to normality and mm. off drugs and made him a cannibal for what he was doing to himself. And then also in the mid of the movie, Scott Hall gets involved as well too. And look at the, I was going to say Scott Hall. Like, I'm sorry, like I love seeing Scott Hall's story. Like even for Paige to say like when he went and visited Scott and saw him, he didn't think he was as bad as what he thought. Like to see him wheelchair bound, he didn't know he was that bad. That's right. Like three times his normal weight, you know, just completely struggling, wheelchair bound, not motivated. And then to see him now at all those, you know, you know, what is it, conventions doing his stuff. And look at this. Oh, my Holy God. Holy Jesus. Yep. Just slams it down. I thought he was going to go through the ring then. One, two, well, and three. In the back, look, look, someone coming down the rampway. Who's that? Is it? Oh, it's Shane oh. O'Mac. Oh, no hands there. It's so reminiscent of their, what, 2000 feud. You know, and he kept, they faced off, what, Judgment Day 2000, like yep. Last Man Standing, I think it was. Yeah. I always yeah. remember that because that was, in the lead up to that show, he picked up Shane and threw him on the Tron. Remember on the actual entrance ramp on Raw, like his whole back hit the bar yeah, in he... that rivalry. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is, like, originally the Survivor Series matchup wasn't going to have Big Show in the team. That's originally right. it was Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, so they were going to do Vince and Shane, but Vince replaced him with Big Show. Yep. Oh, that night, Tom. That night. Love it, man. It was so good. It was a a shocker. Mm. Oh, and here's the the Messiah. The one who upsets you because, you know, if if you believe in the flat earth, he'll he'll kick you off you and you'll go to a different show. (laughs) So you believe... The world is flat. Is that what you think? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I believe in. You're an idiot. 
and your two friends from Japan, they can leave. Oh, poorly, man. Yep. And just saying, oh, I love that they were actually watching it on a uh, video cassette because <laughs> we were actually, I, I think, I think we might have recorded that Raw as well yeah. too that night. I think we actually recorded this SmackDown as well too. I reckon if we went to Mum and Dad's, I would probably still have the old VHS tape somewhere. Yeah, man. Somewhere in the cupboard, somewhere like the bottom of a drawer, just the original old Raws and SmackDowns and pay reviews. Yeah, I really, really noticed that Stephanie is really stacked. Yeah. <laughs> is it just me or? Or. Look at them stacked. That is some stackness. Yeah. Eat that shit like a pikelet, man. Well, it was this is the year she had the surgery done. Two thousand and one. Let the boobies hit the floor. Jericho yeah. said. The Jericho yep. Rhino feud. Yummy yum yum. Ah. Well, here we go, guys. This is the uh, infamous Paul Heyman promo. Uh, yes. Now, really quick, before it actually all starts to kick in, I actually found a shoot interview that he did i think with top rope wrestling mm. and a question was asked was you know how did you put this together what was the, the thought around this and he said well i talked to vince and we're thinking of an idea on this final uh, smack and what could we do and michael hayes is the one that said hey paulie you do a shoot shoot on this oh, tonight nice and he says oh well, what do you want me to say and they said and then what vince turns to him and says i don't care make me money think of something so Paulie says he goes away, starts writing down dot point breakdown, the key things he want to talk about, you know, Vince's dad, you know, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan. And just, just before he walked out, he's like, well, Vince, do you want to hear what I'm saying or what I'm talking about? And he says, no, nah, make me money. I want a proper reaction. So Vince had no idea that he mentions his dad those early times. So this is, so Vince's reaction is genuine because he actually had no idea what Paulie was about to say because he didn't want to know. He wanted that real in-ring reaction, which is fantastic. I love that. That's really cool shit. Yeah. I loved it uh, at that time because of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the uh, the leader of the alliance that Paul Heyman swapped his ECW hat out yep. or his Yankees cap mm. and had a Stone Cold Steve Austin hat. Very cool. Yeah, because the alliance, like originally they were just called WCW ECW. And then very quickly they said, no, we're just going to call them the Alliance and use the same logo. Like, they didn't have an Alliance logo. It was yep. simply the red and white WCW logo, which was the new logo. Because, again, that logo was designed specifically for this Invasion storyline. It wasn't the uh, the classic the one that we had. The cat's arsehole one. Yeah. Yep. And then the ECW logo is the one they used before they finished up in 2001 when they were doing um, what ECW on TNT and ECW Wrestling and... ECW barbed wire. Yeah. Oh, sorry, ECW. Hardcore TV. Yeah, that's mm. right. And that's a shame. Like hardcore TV and the ECW wrestling all became like recap shows. Mm-hmm. Like towards the end, they had no pre-tape matches. They were just sharing pay-per-view matches. Like he's the best of Barely Legal. He's the best of Cyber Slam. He's the best of November to Remember. Well, that's because most of their talent have already jumped. They were going yeah. to. Uh, WCW and WWE. That's where it was going on then. So yeah, I remember seeing them watching this actual uh, this uh, promo that Paul Heyman, and he speaks, you know, just after just before you were saying, you know, just go out there and make me money. Mm. You know, it was just like he's definitely shooting from the hip here. Oh definitely. yeah. 
which is cool because you really want to, he is a guy, um, Paul Heyman, that would do this. He's got something to say, he'll say it. That's the thing, like a lot of the shoots that he's actually done, like you see him pull up on stage, he'll pull up a chair, turn it the other way around and yep. then sit down over the front. And he's, he's like he's playing his character the whole time and he'll shut fans down. Like, if you guys are going to keep chanting while I'm speaking, I guess I'll just sit here then and wait till yep. you guys to stop being dickheads because I'm trying to talk and if you want to interrupt me, I'll just sit here until you shut up or I'll, they carry you out. I, like, I don't, don't waste it. my time. I'm here for a reason, you know, let's speak. I'd love to in the future. He probably he would never come down to Australia mm. um, unless they're doing something huge. But he if he could come down like what Eric Bischoff did and um, Bruce Pritchard did and just do one of those sit down talks, I would love that. I oh, mean, it would I, be I would, awesome. I would pay you know as much money and if I could do a meet and greet just to meet mm. him. Because Jake the Snake, I think, did one earlier this year before COVID hit. Yeah. I think it was around January, February, came down to Melbourne and did a couple of appearances. Yep. But I think Paulie did come down for um, the Global Warning Tour, you know, too. Remember, he managed yep. Brock against um, what The Rock and Triple H. and But he might have come back for other shows, but it would be great if he could do a real face-to-face meet and greet. Because I think the one he did online was London. So he was over in the UK doing that type of stuff. Yeah. Well, again, mind you, from, from the States to Europe is not that bad. For, mm. From the States to um down here in australia is quite a trip I've i think it's told. 17 i think it's 17 hours which is crazy oh, look at this he's just bowing to him now the vince mcmahon now does not look like that vince mcmahon no no i still nothing I, like it i like to think that's the this is a different vince mcmahon and the vince mcmahon that we have now is a different dude <laughs> As a the Vince McMahon that was cryogenically frozen, like Walt Disney was, is the one we're getting now. Because this one here, his I think is gone. Yeah. He's got it. He's gone elsewhere. I just love how Vince just said just says nothing. All right, just points at him. Continue as you were saying. I'm here now. Yep. You're down on your knees. He's so jacked up to this Vince McMahon at this time. Like, he always stayed regularly fit for a guy in his 50s, going into his 60s. Like, was just jacked up. And this, is, and this is for us as fans. Like, we were watching this, and this is like we were kind of getting our head around what a shoot was. Yeah. Because I was about oh, yeah. 15, 16, going, wait a minute. Like, he's talking about Briscoe and Patterson, but we haven't seen them on TV in years. And it's like, oh, so he's blurring the line between kayfabe and real and here. Real like, wait, what's going on here? What is this? It's a shoot. Oh, what's that mean? Oh, it's when someone goes off script and he acknowledges outside behind the curtain. So, yeah, it's so good. And yeah, I hate your stinking guts. I love that line. I hate your stinking guts. Mm. And he's holding the eye contact too. Look at that. Look at me in the eye. Like he's dead set eye to eye. Yes. Not backing down. You just have to think they must have shared they must have shared a hug after this backstage. <laughs> Good work, Paul. Oh, I would imagine he would. He would make yeah. a, a, a lot of money. You took Hulk Hogan's blood and built Tyne uh, Towers. True story. Stole her dreams and made money and brought yourself an aeroplane with WWE all over it. True. Mm. But again, Bret Hart 
decided to do it because I love it. And he's dropping the SOB. Hulk. Well, that's interesting because that really quick shot there about Bret Hart is that because he, Bret signed a multi-million dollar contract mm-hmm. and Vince actually didn't have enough money to actually sign Bret yep. because that and money then, was put towards getting a plane. It was. Yeah. And then you took Shawn Michaels' smile. Now, yeah. people are looking at it going, oh, what does that mean? You know, you think, again, Shawn Michaels back in the day, I've lost my smile, I need to go away. And again, there's a name from the past because Sean wasn't been around for over a year, which was exactly. in what 2000s when he was um, what commissioner in the 90s, mm-hmm. but made appearances as a referee in what 2000 May. Judgment and he, Vince McMahon, sorry, Paul Heyman dropping here about Vince Senior, sh- shaking hands with all the men from the territory days, and said, "No, no, no, we're going to do it." And then Vince mm. came along and, "Oh no, we're not. That those days are gone. I'm going to compete with all of you, and I'm going to take everything." Which is something that's really good about the early episodes of what happens when, you know, Tony working for, you know, Jimmy Crockett, Dusty Rhodes and saying that, that they would, no studio wanted to employ them. They didn't want yeah. their product because they wanted WWE. Vince McMahon came into those, you know, uh, different states and just said, I want you, you, you and you. I'll offer double what you're getting now. Do you want to come across? And it would be silly as a wrestler to, know, to say no. Because oh, yeah. you're getting security, A, for your family, for yourself. You're getting a career pathway. But it killed the independent wrestling scene. Absolutely. And he's talking about Joint the Clown here. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin being an ECW. Which I think was 95 where he rocked up there, yeah. Yep. Singing Tootie Fruity. Oh, God. Mm. Again, it was during that cartoon style of WWE. And now they've got Attitude. Yeah, because they were the next generation, and then Attitude was 97, yep. which was the peak of ECW getting barely legal on pay-per-view. Look at that. Throws the hat at him. Yeah. Look at that. And, and the first time you see him balding like that, like he shows himself. I, I wouldn't imagine if he didn't say the word screw you. I imagine yeah. if he was back in the day, if he could actually just say, you know, fuck you, Vince, fuck oh, yeah. you. I hate your fucking guts. He's just losing his shit all over him. But again, it is on it, television. It would, have, it would have been the icing on the cake if there wasn't yes. there. Like, it would have just been that real fuck you finger to the face, you know, live yep. TV. But, you know, you know what they're trying to do. But it would have been I great. Love, I love that he says, you, know, you flaunt your affairs in, in Playboy for mm. your children to read. And you're like, it's cringe but true. And yes, he was a wrestler. He was a real man. And now he's a shitty commentator. Hey, wrestling is a dirty word. I love that line. Mm. But that's the thing. Like, you think of the product now. Like, they don't call themselves World Wrestling Entertainment. It's just WWE. Like, that's the brand now. We don't actually explain what the acronym means. We don't say what the WWE means. We are WWE. It's like UFC. Like, they don't break down what it means anymore. So when you think WWE, you think wrestling. But they won't tell you it's wrestling. It's an entertainment company. Well, that's how you look at it now. When mm. we were young, when they first the get the f out, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, you're getting rid of the federation part now. Yeah. But what does the sort of W's mean now? I mean, it means it is it, still wrestling. Those mm. are just world. Oh, here we go. I've had enough call. I love what he does. He takes a big like takes the glasses off, headset, big deep breath, and then steps yep. in. It's a good moment for him. 
because he would have copped so much shit from Austin with the alliance leading up to this, like getting yes. belted on Raw, getting kicked out of the group. It's like, you know, give something back to Taz for what he's been doing, so. Look at that. Locks it in. The Taz mission. And the crowd, look at it. The crowd absolutely loves it. Mm. And you really wanted to a moment here. So Vince just takes his time, picks up the mic up, walks around slowly. Michael Cole actually cheering Taz on because mm. he's, uh, in real life, they're very good friends. This was good. This line here is from the, uh, I, I always laugh because it reminds me of the Rogue One um, line. Don't choke on your aspirations, Commander. Mm. Um, we'll choke. Very good. And just throws the mic out and just walks out. I just would have loved to have seen when Vince is waits backstage and Paulie greets him after, like what the exchange would have been. Like that was fantastic. Or Paulie, that was that was pretty good. Like you've done pretty well there. Mm-hmm. Even Taz, I would like to think Taz at the yeah. end of it went up to uh, Paulie. They would have a you know a chat there. So Michael Cole doesn't have anyone else with him, does he? It's just about himself right now, isn't he? I do think that Jr. does come down. From memory, oh, I think he does join. There he's there. There he is. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And there's Alan at the same Alan's hairstyle, guys, in his teen years. Michael Cole. Yes, <laughs> and that's um, pretty much how I look right now. Like I look like Jr. <laughs> Can you dig it, sucker? It's the Booker Man. This is a good clash of styles. This matchup. This is Booker T versus the Undertaker. So this is going back on, guys, from our earlier matchup where what, Booker T actually assisted Van Dam in defeating Kane. Mm-hmm. And now we've got Booker and Taker going one-on-one. It's actually a really short match. It's one minute and seven seconds. Jesus. Here, look from behind here. A roller, roller, roller. No. Have you watched the uh, the Undertaker Chronicles? We've yeah, really good. Fantastic. I highly recommend, people, if you haven't listened to it or checked it out, Started. I'm happy to even go back to the beginning again and do Me it too. again. Really, really good. It's great because you you get to see a different side of Undertaker. Mm. You know, again, we were watching him when he was the dead man. He was going around, you know, trying to sacrifice people. This is what I we remember when we were watching it back in '99. You know, he's trying to marry Stephanie and all that spooky demon shit. But um, yeah, just um. Well, it's, the, the, it's, the, it's the thing that we had always wanted to see, but we never got it. Because he never did like, it. Like, when he became this character, he was a lot more vocal and looked a bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. But you started to realise that when you watch that show, he's very much like this character. Yeah. Like, this here is more like him now in real life. Like, that's me and Mark Calloway. That's Mark Callis, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he looks like in real life. Um, but it shows, you know, the rawness. I didn't actually know he had young children. I didn't know that. No. I thought that I knew that he was with Sarah those years, but I didn't think he actually had kids. And I'm like, his kids are the same age as our children. Yes. Like I had no idea Taker had kids with Michelle McCool, and um, but it well, shows were... how much like how he how much he loves her, and how much she loves him. Like that had they have that real husband and wife support that, like she can read him without even saying anything. Like he knows when he has a bad match. She knows when he has a bad match, and to see him busting his ass training and sweating and getting fit for matches and then to see him get heartbroken when it doesn't go his way and it's like, no, nah, 
It's they, that thing of, I'm not going to give up until it goes my way. That's all I want is it to end my way, and then I'll go out. Yeah, that the, the Goldberg match, and then they mm. actually, you see him afterwards. And again, I was watching that live yeah, in the man. morning down here, about four in the morning, and Ugh. you know he legit busted his head open, mm. and then he knocked himself silly and nearly, he nearly killed the dead man. Mm. And his face afterwards is, you know, that. What now? That's I guess, it. That's that's all we could do. Sorry. Yeah. Tonight we send a message. Oh man, what is he doing here? And even too, like I think Michelle McCool saying that, like you know, she's in the states watching that show, and they're so far away from each other, and she knew he was hurt, and yeah. just was so scared that he broke his neck or he's damaged his spine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but he's one of the best. Like our entire childhood, we've seen him our entire childhood wrestling. You think '98 we got into it, and what we're now at 2020, we're still watching. You know, he's making appearances here and there, but we've seen all these gimmicks from heel to face to biker taker to original dead man when he debuted in Survivor Series 1990, guys, that we did about two years ago. So, favorite taker? Mm. Your favorite? What's mine? No, no, yeah, yours. Um, I would say uh, Big Evil when he did the heel turn in 2002. I love that one. Yeah. I, I still love it when he um, he's in the ring with uh, Ric Flair and he says to the crowd, the crowd's doing the watch hand with him and just say, what if you'd like to sleep with your own sister? Yeah. I well, love that. Of, but looking at this timeline, it was actually within probably the next month he was a heel because going into Vengeance 01, he took on Van Damme for the hardcore title. Mm-hmm. Did the last ride through the, the trash can. I do love um, this part here. This is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, come here, test the sound. WWE forever, forever. I, was, I just immediately thought Terry Funk there. <laughs> forever. Blood dripping down your face, standing in the way. Don't get too excited, Tom. It's your girl. She's so silly here, though. She's like over the top, selling everything. Why is Regal in the toilet? <laughs> it's his office. Yeah, it's in the toilet. But that's what you call you when you go to the bathroom. I'm going to the office. No, you say, what? What are you doing in the office? I'm on my computer. Just doing, just doing a quick email. Doing a poo-poo. Don't mind me. G'day, guys. Thanks for coming to the meeting today. Um... I'll just set up my Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, well, okay. Okay. So, what's, good, so what do you... <laughs> So what Regal's saying is he just announced it's going to be a six-pack women's challenge matchup at Survivor Series for the newly returned women's championship. Because at this time, it was China was the champion, and then China left and the belt was vacant, but they're bringing it back at Survivor Series. Look at this guy here, right here. Shane Helms, though. Early days of the hurricane coming through. One of my favorite gimmicks he did was the Gregory Helms. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. What he was, what he used to wear the the do rag, <laughs> yeah, cruiserweight champion. Because he was, um, they couldn't have two Shanes, so they called him Gregory. Yeah, didn't want to be too confusing. So, so he's just, talking about the Immunity Battle Royal, which is yes. going down, which I think featured ten from each brand, so ten mm-hmm. from the Alliance, ten from WWE. The winner's immunity from being fired. And then Taz came out and then got thrown over the top rope. 
And what was it? Was it Test ended up winning it, didn't he? Yeah, Test ended up winning Billy Gunn. That's right. So Regal's actually teaming up with Ivory tonight to take on the team of Tajiri and uh, Tori Wilson in a tag team matchup. It's fantastic. And it's sad to see because what Regal and Tajiri were together for so long. Until what is it? Um, Regal turned on the WWE by helping Austin win back the WWF Championship. I think a few weeks after Unforgiven, when Kurt won the title, That's and right. then we had the breakdown of Regal and Tajiri, and they're actually facing off one on one at that Sunday Survivor Series. Uh, I might have to check out for a minute. You keep going. I'll, I'll be right back. All good. No worries. So we've got classic Austin here rocking the long sleeve stone cold Texas Venom tee. And it's also the time he was really growing out the goatee. Um, nice chin there. So they're stating this is talking around the fact that Vince McMahon had stated that someone from the Alliance will actually be defecting across or returning back to the World Wrestling Federation. And they're actually doubting that it will be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, eventually, guys, you would know it ended up being Kurt Angle, um, who actually was the, the in, going into the matchup at Survivor Series. It came down to The Rock and Austin. And after Chris Jericho was eliminated, he actually attacked The Rock. And just as Austin was going to get the win, Kurt returned to the ring, blasted Stone Cold Steve Austin with the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Uh, the Rock scored the rock bottom and actually got the win uh, going into that main event. But again, really good matchup. And if you haven't checked out the show... You know, watch the whole thing. It's a hands down one of my favorite events of that year. You know, I've said on this show multiple times, you know, 2001 is my favorite year in pro wrestling. I think I was 15 years old. Watched every show from what the pay per views to the Raw, the SmackDowns, the Heats, even the Velocities when they were coming out at that time. And, you know, it's just one of my favorite times to see, you know, Chris Jericho, one of my favorites in that year, and to see him reach the pinnacle that he did which was great, and to see Austin, and even Austin and Kurt at the start of this year, you know, their funny banter with their cowboy hats, playing guitar, singing songs for Vince McMahon, and then to see it completely break down and have Kurt go from that big kind of, you know, what did you say, dorky gimmick that he had in August, and then go a full-fledged face, and then eventually turn heel, and actually go, um, yeah, join the Alliance. You're back, Earl. Yes, cool. Thank you for that. You all right? What happened? Oh, my son was awake. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? No, 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 none of that. He was uh, calling out. Little fellow was um, getting thirsty because we're doing this one um, late at night and uh, he's out for a bit of a nightcap. I'm like, mate, one drink's enough. I've had that thing recently with my kids would just get up and walk upstairs. And I was watching a horror film the other day because against Halloween, guys. <laughs> and my daughter walked up and like touched me on the back and I had both headphones on. And I, like, jumped so high, my head would have gone through the roof. Like, she scared me. I went, like, when she touched my back. She was so dis- but she was like, what the? Like, she was disappointed in my reaction to my jump. She was almost, like, walked herself back to bed. Didn't walk herself back to sleep. To see this little finger gives you, she just flips you off. Oh, you scared me. Look out. Oh, you scared daddy. <laughs> naughty, naughty girl. So Regal's saying to Tori here that, you know, we know that your little boyfriend, Tajiri, is going to be beaten up at Survivor Series. And when the Alliance wins, I'll have a special position for you uh, as my assistant. 
Doggy style. <laughs> and I will be the doggy, and you can be the style. Well, she goes, what? Yes, you'll get to pick me. Look at him, looking at it, look at him. Mm, yes. Mm, I love, no. I love that. It's the bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm going to put you on some crumpets. Oh, man. Arr, I have arr, a special arr. position for you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> There's the classic cruiserweight championship, eh? With the old logo actually on the belt too. Doesn't have the That's new right. logo. The likes of what? Six Park, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Uvitu Guerrero, Kidman, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, <laughs> Medusa, Evan Courageous. Evan Courageous, thank goodness. <laughs> Nothing happened. Evan uh, Courageous. Here we go. I can wrestle. I can wrestle really well. My name's Tori Wilson. This is a pretty good team. Like, two very good technical wrestlers here with Ivory and Regal. Look at him ignoring her, though. Look, just stop talking to me. Like, <laughs> let's just do the match. If he's walking out, he just goes like, and she keeps talking, he just this. Just a... <laughs> <laughs> Will you shut up? Just shut up. So you play, shut up. And you just, uh, look what you made me do. I forearmed you. <laughs> now you fell down. So she falls down. She hits the right. He just keeps... Gets up, laughs at all. <laughs> that was funny. Gets on there. <laughs> Half a uh, nose. nose is dented. I had oh that man. coming. And we've got one of the Hebners is um is an as a alliance member. Yes, Brian. Yeah, Brian Hebner. Yep. Ivory's just tearing Tory up here. Hmm. Well, Tori oh. debuted originally as a heel. She was um what with Stacy, and they took on what Trish and later at Invasion, and in a uh, in the Brown Panthers uh, tag team match. <laughs> yep. Because we can't take women's wrestling serious anymore. Yeah, I hated I hated mm. that so much. You're like, why are you doing that for, guys? But do you I remember mean, the uh, SmackDown game that actually had that as a match type? Yes. Remember that? I think it was yes. here comes the pain or shut your mouth. He actually could do that and you have to remove the top, remove the pants. There is actual footage, I remember, when we had the boys over one night. It was before mm. um, a SmackDown and the guys came over. We actually were playing it and Julian, friend of the show, <laughs> and I are playing it. And I'm Trish Stratus and he's... Oh, Alan. He's Tory Wilson, yeah, and he won. He took my top off and he took the panties off. No, he took the dress off. And then they walk in, they're all covering up when they leave. You're like, now, mind you, as I'm saying this, at this time, when I heard there was going to be a bra and panties match between Trish Stratus, Lita, Stacey Kilbler, and <laughs> Tori Wilson, uh, you know, my little boy Bonin was ready. I like wrestling. I like wrestling for a whole <laughs> different reason. <laughs> it's ne- it's nearly time. It's nearly time. It's it's here, and, you know, and then then they put incorporate it into the video games. Now I watch it now, and I just go, oh, okay. Yeah. There is there is no real reason to have a tag team match like that by removing people's clothing. Um, it just it just really was like targeting a certain age group and demographic with men, like that eighteen to thirty five male. Oh, look at this stuff! Like that's really, mm-hmm. you know, as you, as Alan would say, pulling the pud. It was a uh, you know, really oh, focusing on that, awakening something inside a lot of young yeah. men at that time. Um, but you look at it and you go, was it Trish and Lita at that time were established as two top female wrestlers in wrestling 
in that time because ECW and WCW were definitely gone at that time. Oh, green Mr. Ivory. She takes it like a champion. As that as Val Venus was around, that's called a money shot. <laughs> Hi oh What's this here that just grabs Tori by the hair, flips her in. Get in here, you, you bloody bitch. I'll tell okay, you what so, Okay, about this position. I'll show you what position I'm going to put you in. Come here. Come here. <laughs> it you? looks like he's about to knee, like mutai knee, clinch knee, bang. Oh, please do that. Underhook powerbomb. She sold that well. Good work. Uh, she she got that head up just in time, yeah. actually. I got a oh, bit just kicks Tajiri in the face. Punts it. Yeah, love that. What what What's the referee doing? Is he calling for the bell? Well, because, yeah, because Tori wasn't legal and he's just putting her in a chokehold and not stopping. It's a DQ finish. He's not really hurting her. You look, at, look how safe he is there. Yeah, I love is. that. I love that. He's got the knee against the neck, but then turns his knee away and then talks her back. But all she's doing is pushing in on his thigh. Yeah. Mm. That's bloody. Look at those guys. They're all fired up. They're like, I'll get in the bloody ring and fight the British man. Oh, <laughs> don't you that... hurt our American girl. Don't you she, dare. Don't you bloody do it, mate. Even though Ivory's <laughs> American as well, too, but we don't really like her because she's. And the theme song for this um, Survivor Series. I will find that out. Oh, um, oh, no, I, you don't. Is it Puddle to, of Mud? Puddle of Mud. I like the way you look at me. I like the way but you, you know, smack you know my you, ass. You, but you know you don't get it here in this Hell promo. no. Hell no. no. Yeah. I think it's called it's called Control by Puddle of Mud. It yeah. is. Because I actually the album. What's the song mean? What's the song all about? Do you know? It's about Control. controlling somebody. Exactly. It is. <laughs> It's about SMN. It's been that SMN action, been a smacked hmm. bottom. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Well, that's so. Honey. <laughs> Honey. The chaps what? came. The chap. What? <laughs> oh, geez, Kane taking that chair shot. Hardcore. Yeah, no, no hands up. Hebner, what is Hebner doing? Look at this, Jericho, and even Jericho and Rock at this point actually became tag team champions. They had yes, a one-week right. reign as tag champs. They won them on a Raw, lost them on a SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, stunner. And he's yeah, that, was the fight, that was the Raw that just happened. Yeah. And then everyone's just like, oh, a very young, a couple of young wrestlers right there. And he's turning on everybody here. Is that Chavo and Hugh Morris, though? Yep, big time. Flipping, what are you doing, man? <laughs> he got no beer then. When no. Austin cleans those beers, <laughs> went down his neck. Just, just fucking crisscross on both sides. It was like, what the? I want beer. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, he's, he's popped the lids. He's already lost half, and he lit popped the lid, and then he yeah, just yeah. tipped the remaining down his side. Oh. All right, so I'm not listening with the sound of my, but is this Pella Mud song in the background or it's not there whatsoever? Well, the song they're using is probably a what would you say, like a Jim generic. Johnson? version yeah. that they're using it's the same beat with no lyric yeah, but there's no i like the way you look at me yeah there's like no the way you smack my ass yeah so the Shane, Spooker, Kurt. yeah this is fantastic shit how they've done this mm. very clever people at this time of just setting this up because it's got a big fight feel but this was also around that time period they made that wwe tribute ad remember that one 
it I think was it was in I think it was Invasion. There was that it was one of the hands down best video packages, like showing, you know, it's, the Hulk Hogan era, the next generation, the attitude it's era. Bef- it's before the NW. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Because Vince was going to kill his creation. Yeah. With, with the NWO. So You've got to watch it. What's his name? Ric Flair. Actually, we should do that in the future too. Mm. Um, Ric Flair says, I've got this video I want to show to everybody. That's right. And, yeah, he plays it. Yeah. And it's right in the feels. Because oh, if you, you watch it and you go, oh, yep, I remember that time. I love that time. Makes you but feel like a kid again. Like, what, you've got George Animal Steel. You've got Macho Man. You've got Jake the Snake. You've got Hogan. You've got Hitman. You've got Owen. You've got Austin, Rock, Triple H, DX, everything. And then it shows the NWA walking through WCW, spray painting the camera. You know, beating up the horseman was awesome. Oh, the Fink. Yeah, the late Fink, eh? I just would like a job. Is there any reason you can get me a job, Mr. McMahon? <laughs> I heard Regal talking about positions, and I just wanted to know. Uh, if, uh... I, uh, Mr. McMahon, do you think you can get me in a position? I'll be any position you want. Reverse cowgirl? Uh, <laughs> I think this one's called a Cleveland steamer. I can do that for you, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Do you want to get the hell off me? I just... Yeah, we're not going anywhere. You've been over here 20 years, yes. Remember, we also covered him coming out to Ultimate Warriors theme song. Remember that in the SmackDown? The very first SmackDown, taking on Tony Chimmel. Oh, man. I imagine, I would like to think what Warrior was thinking at that time, if he was ever watching wrestling. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, yeah, there's um, Howard Finkel. And he's coming out to my song, okay? I think they're making fun of me. And then we had him, what, with SummerSlam with X-Pac. Fuck it! <laughs> when they took on, what, Southern Justice and Jeff Jarrett. Main event time, guys. Hey, you, you get to hold my vest. Hold your own vest, asshole. We're at 1.06.16, guys, if you want to sync up for our main event. So less than yeah. 20 minutes, guys, for this wrestling companion. And then get ready for some... There's some big shit that's going to happen. It's very, very cool. And JR plays a vivital part in that mm. because of that voice. I, I don't think it, would have, it wouldn't have worked without him. I was about to say the same thing. If you yeah. had, like, Michael Cole and uh, and Taz, like, oh, my God, this is what's <laughs> going to happen here. You're I was like, going to say, look, hit him with a choke slam. Oh, my God, he's just hit with a choke slam. I hear that <laughs> The Rock is a really good guy. <laughs> Chris Jericho <laughs> just won the tag team titles. <laughs> the Rock is a really good The uh, Rock. The yeah. Rock. The Rock <laughs> is a really good champion. And it, <laughs> don't say the belt. <laughs> don't don't say belt. They don't know. They don't say what championship mm. belt. The Rock is the champion. Rock well, is the WWE. And you, and you have that pause, and you're like, "What are you going to say? What are you going to say?" It's like I everything love. recorded at different tones. Oh. Like it wasn't the same transition. So, so <laughs> This good. has been a great match. This has been a great tables. <laughs> dot, 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 match. Oh, man. The oh, WCW my... champion, The Rock. The WCW champion, The Rock. So he actually had already won the belt twice here. He actually won the belt from Booker T in August at SummerSlam in the main event. So I think that was a WWE pay-per-view for the WCW title in the main event. Yeah, good night for the Alliance. 
and then he dropped it to Jericho and then won it back from Jericho. So two-time champion. Yep. Then that would end up becoming the World Heavyweight Championship, guys, that we would have had that was brought back when Eric Bischoff uh, uh, returned as the, or debuted as the Raw GM in 2002 and actually awarded the belt to, uh, what was it, Triple H? Your boy. In yeah, September, Hunter. yeah. September of 2002. And that belt was all the way there till 2003 when it was unified with the WWE Championship, which was held by Randy Orton. Orton mm-hmm. was the WWE champ, Cena was the world heavyweight, and they had a TLC match that year, and the winner had the belt, and that was the end of the big gold, and we had the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I just, um, want, to cl- I just want to clarify, guys, on this. We're doing a video call here with Tom. He just did that without looking at anything. That's all in the head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you remember anyone's birthday in the family? Um, whose family? Mine or everybody? And can you remember my birthday? Remember what the date is? Happy birthday today! Yeah, happy birthday! Oh. <laughs> today isn't it all? No, it was back in May, mate. May? What? Okay. What month is it? Yeah, are but you, in the month. Are you, are, you, are you Jaw? Are you Jaw? Are you sure, El? Yeah, I'm sure, bro. Yeah, okay. man. Yeah, I thought it was like March 10 or something. Because back in May of uh, 2015, uh, Brock Lesnar <laughs> won the championship from John Cena. And, uh, oh, I remember nice. people's birthdays. Not everyone, but I remember some of them. Yeah, but you just remembered the, um, the, the likes of a WWE tin belt where it went. <laughs> Jesus effing Christ, mate. Oh. Very Rain Man of you, and it's not Rock a diss. Is, very... Rock is a sucker, right? Oh, okay. Put that sign down. <laughs> Whose so team are you going for? You WWE or Lions? Oh, you play your Lions, aren't you? And we would see that uh, hardcore Holly uh, coming up in, at the Survivor Series, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Rips, at the, rips, uh, the world. At the world, rips that shirt off that kid. Who then, w- who, then, who then covers up and then bolts away. He covers let's, his exposed chest and then runs yeah. away. Um, let's see how much uh, control that um, Earl Hebner has in this match. <laughs> let's see if he falls over as well. I hope he does. Guys, if you have checked out our companions, we've done so many with Hebner as the main event referee, and he stumbles his way through. He talks to him. What, Elimination Chamber, talking to Sean, like that, talking to Triple H. He fell sad. over in our October show. Yeah. <laughs> what, are just, we, what are we doing? Where are we at? Well, what, what are we doing? You know, he just... Uh, he's another guy. He's been on our show a little too much. And, yeah, what, Hebner? Think, yeah, yeah, Hebner. You know, the broadcast. Yes, we have Kane and Earl Hebner. We go, oh, Kurt Angle tagged it, oh, Samoan dropped it. He's still, he just still wearing the medal. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was. I was so excited to be out here. I can't believe Oop. I'm tagging with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I forgot the medal. Damn it. Um, I was still wearing my medals. What a... I wonder if he actually did remember that. He was just playing off the character of being that dorky douche, you know, the dorky douche that would actually do that. Here's a question as we watch this matchup, because it's about yeah, 12 right. minutes. Yeah. What's your favourite version of Chris Jericho? Oh, he's, done, he's gone through so many good things, hasn't he? Mm. Um, I like where he is now, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, he, when he first debuted in WWE, 
he had, he was just, he just looked like that. You just wanted to punch him in the mouth because he was just that piece of <laughs> shit. He did so well at being a heel. Very, very well done. Um, I think he really didn't change that much in WWE. When he left, he tried that new persona. Yeah. Um, evil, which was awesome. Or um, New Japan. Yeah. That New Japan with the, with style. With the clown makeup style. Yeah. Yep. And sort of has in AEW, he had that at the beginning. And it sort of dropped it now, hasn't he? He actually had a name for that gimmick. What was it? It wasn't like Peacemaker. It was some different name. You pain Maker. That... Pain Maker. That's what it, it was. was the yeah. pain... And then I still love it when his song comes out. Everyone sings it. The yeah. Judas in my life. So goddamn awesome. You know, the guy's meant to be a goddamn heel. And out he comes. And yes, a couple of weeks ago, he... Um, he did that song and dance with uh, um, MJF. MJF. Yeah. Well, I, I think we talked about it a little bit on our previous show before, but I think we mm. moved on from it. I was like, "What's your opinion on it?" Uh, interesting. It made me feel of like I was thinking it's like Dean Martin, like you know that's those what, old those old fashioned you know music movies where there's a quick scene of two cocky guys going back and forth. It was good. I liked it. I heard there's a lot of uh, people <clears> got a lot of hate on it. I liked it. Again, I'm a former drama student, so I saw that type of stuff and I thought, shit, that would be fun to do. That looked like a lot of fun. But like, and, you think his tenure in, in AEWs hasn't been that long, but he's had like two major gimmicks. Like it was like Le Champion. Like that was great. Like even like that, you know, a little bit of the bubbly. Like that has taken off. Like he still sells that. That's still yeah. a selling out product. People are still stocking up on that on that uh, champagne. Yep. And then, like, the demigod, that's the new things. Like, he's, he's always reinventing little things at a time. There's a gradual change. Um, like, I would say my favorite Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't – my least favorite was the suit Jericho in WWE when he was world heavyweight champion. They had him coming out in a suit and tie. This is when he was feuding with Shawn Michaels. It was just like – it just didn't suit him. It was like KO with he... a suit. Yeah. Is that, yeah, when he punched um Sean's Sean. wife, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's like it's like looking at Kevin Owens in a suit. It doesn't suit you. Like I know you're trying to do something different, but it just didn't suit Jericho. Mm. My favorite is this one here when he turned heel. Like did the whole yes. undisputed champion, had the red streak in the hair. Um he I think his it. his title reign wasn't like you know, he knew going into WrestleMania with Hunter winning the rumble that he was not gonna win. He was not gonna nah. keep the belt. Nah. Sold a really good pedigree. Yes. Um, but I really enjoyed when he finally won the both belts. The first undisputed champion would come out there and just hold the two belts up like that. It was really good. Mm. Didn't need Stephanie at all in that. That should have no. stayed separate. Yeah, definitely. Um, but really dig the heel turn eventually coming from this point. And he would forever say it too. I beat Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in the same damn night. He said that forever. Mm. And he, he looked back at it. He did. He did, and he became, you know, like you said, the first undisputed champion. Did you ever hear the sad story about that night, though, for him? Jericho's night when he won that? Nope. He did a shoot interview, and he says, Ooh. you know, when we think about, you know, wrestlers, he said, we think about times like when we get to the main event that you win the championship, you think you're going to go backstage, everyone will be there clapping for you. Mm. And he said, the thing with me that night, he said, we were kind of going over the clock. So the show was going a bit later than usual. And he said, I won the belt. I'm holding the two championship belts. I walk through the curtain and there's no one there. He said, people have already gone to the hotel. Some people are showering, getting ready. He said, but no one was there to greet me. 
He said, I hugged Vince McMahon. He said, I walked to the change room, put the belts down, realized it's just me in the whole locker room. He said, I had a shower, you know, organized a taxi, went to the hotel, you know, get to the hotel. He said, all I was craving was a pizza to something to celebrate. Go in, the restaurant's closed. It just closed about 10 minutes before I got there. <clears throat> he said, the hotel worker, I said, look, you know, I'm Chris Jericho. I'm a wrestler for WWE. Would I be able to get some food or something like that? He said, well, I don't know who you are. Do you have, you know, your your actual pass, you know, your room ticket? He said, well, I just went up to my room. I'll go see if I check his pockets. He left it in his room with the belts and oh, his wallet. Shit. And he said, well, I have no verification that you are Chris Jericho, so I can't really let you back into a room that's not yours. So, <laughs> so he ends up walking Jericho up to the room, lets him go back in. So Jericho gets back in, thinks I'll, deliver, I'll get a pizza delivered, calls up a delivery place. <laughs> gets a phone call he says you know your, your pizza's here mr jericho and jericho's like well can you have your staff bring it up to me and he says no we don't do room service you have to come and get it so jericho goes all the way down the stairs gets the pizza <laughs> comes upstairs sits it on the bed closes the door sits on the bed the pizza flips over and spills everywhere all over the carpeted ground far out <laughs> and he said there i am chris jericho the undisputed champion with the WCW championship, the WWE title on my beds, and my pizza's just flat on the ground. He said, what did I do? I just picked it out, dusted it off, and tried to eat picked. it. <laughs> the best I could. Oh, man. I love that's that story. A... He told it so well on his shoot interview. It was so good. That's fantastic, that is. I've never heard that story before. But, greeted, but greeted by no one backstage. No one there. Good work, Chris. Great work. Everyone, everyone's just pissed <laughs> off early. No one's there. Oh. oh, over the head, belly to belly suplex by Chris. Uh, but there's sorry, by Kurt Angle. Too, where he said, like, someone said, How did you know, like, you were going to become champion? What was the decision? He said, Well, he said it was pretty bad. He said, I did actually didn't know even leading up to the show that they were going to do it. He said, I thought they were going to do Rock Austin. And he said, In catering on the day of the show, in catering, he said, I'm sitting there at the table there. And he said, Vince is talking to Taker. <laughs> And then this is what Vince says. He said, you know what, Taker, you know when the business is shit, when you have to give the belt to Jericho? He said, he, he said, I think Vince did it knowing that I'm there. It was a little jab. He said, but that's when I actually found out I was going to win. Because Vince did say, you know when it's shit, when you're giving the belt to Jericho. And it's the next minute I was told this is the plan. You go over Rock and then you go over Austin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank Far you. out. Yeah. Wow. So good. <clears throat> Man, we should just change this podcast to call it, you know, Wrestling Stories with Tom. And I just said, well, he's got a good book too. Check out his book. Really good book he's written. Have I'm you a big got fan it? of Jericho? Yeah, I got it online on my iPad. Nice. That's awesome. Next time I see you, I'll yeah. definitely have to have, uh, to give you JR's book, man. How's it going? I've, I've, I've read it twice now. Oh, wow. Good work. Yeah, man. I've read it twice and it's fantastic, dude. Mm. And uh, still that little. Best wishes, JR. Man. <laughs> I still should have said it to say, <laughs> Best wishes. Happy birthday, Thomas. Oh, man. I, that would be fantastic. <laughs> or oh, Thomas and Ellen. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, it's for me, too. We, we share the same birthday. If you if it just said, Best wishes, uh, best wishes, Tom. Yeah. And I'm like, Wait a minute, what? Got, I would uh, love to have seen your face. We'll put a little camera in the book so as you open it, it just says your face going reading. Oh wow! Wait, it says Tom's name. Oh, no, no, you get your missus. <laughs> you get my missus to actually record it and go. Okay, here we go. Click. 
Oh, jeez. See, Austin gets up so confused, thinks he's in the right corner, goes to the tag of the rock, and gets a right hand by the rock. <clears throat> Not going to lie, Ellen Heaven has, has taken some control in this tag team match. He has. He stood right, right back, though. He's not getting yeah. right in the action there and getting yeah, knocked he, over. So. He's not getting into the mm action. Think of all the matches between those two, what, Rock oh. and Kurt. For a bit there, I thought, look at all those matches there, but, you know, Rock and Hebner. <laughs> they had a tag team match once, didn't they? Hebner and... Uh... Yeah, they turned up on SmackDown, I think it was. Against Triple H and probably DX or something. Yeah. What's it called, El? Sorry, what? What's, what's this what's called? It? The Rock Stealing? Uh, the Rocky Shooter. <laughs> the Rocky Shooter. What are they both doing that. there? Now, it, then Austin goes over and applies a cross face onto the Rock. <laughs> Early days. Well, I think they end up doing that spot when it was what um Austin, Benoit, and Jericho at King of the Ring. I think Jericho yeah. did a Walls of Jericho, and then Benoit put on a um, crossface. That was such a good triple threat match, that one. But it ended shitly, though, didn't you remember? Yeah, with Booker. Well, they had Booker, but the... Um... Oh, oh, the this, back body, this. Is, it, is this the back yeah. body drop you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. King of the like, Ring, yeah. Benoit I mean, just bounced. Yeah, well, when I say shitty, I meant like it ended bad because it looked mm. like Benoit had legitimately been snapped. His head, his neck was snapped off, but and then the yeah, Booker coming out and breaking uh, Austin's Well, that's hand. crazy to think too. Like Benoit was wasn't even there for the invasion because he that's was in like, tri- Triple H and Benoit, like two big stars at that time, were not there. Oh, he's got for the Benoir ankle. was having neck you know, neck surgery. Look at yep. look at yeah, down go there he goes, Earl. Here you go. He didn't really yeah. know how to take that. <laughs> yeah. Earn you... that paycheck. Where am I going? This way. Yep. Where, where, where am I going now? <laughs> Mr. Austin, please don't. Please don't. We haven't done you for such a long time we share beers. And sell when, shirts. When... I sold your shirts for you. I sold you your get shirt. the money, but <laughs> Yeah. Wait a minute, brother... who's coming who's coming down brother... the rampway here? This is when it all go hell, all hell breaks loose, and it's fantastic. Look at oh, that, that. chokeslam! He always got the chokes in the same way, Austin, didn't he? Now is Ooh. this also? Yeah, here it comes. This is the chair, the steel chair shot, which is fantastic. Oh. Not this chair shot, sorry, but I think it's the Undertaker does something with a chair to save somebody out. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. No, it's uh, Big Show to Shane. In Big a Show to bit. Shane. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, clothesline from Kurt Angle. Oh, so we've had a choke slam. We've had an angle slam. Now we're getting Jericho going for a line salt. Yeah, line salt. Boing, bang. Van Dam scratch spinning heel kick. I had to double take there. I thought that was Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a five star. We got one tonight. Yeah, oh, boing. Love it. So good. So bloody good. Big red machines in. Choke slam. Oh, beautiful. Slams him down hard. There's Shane. Crack. No no hands up on that one, Kane. Good job, man. Here he comes. Here he comes. Big show. And look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. Oh. They are loving this. Well. Just punches the chair. Yeah. Angle back in. Now, here we go. Watch. Look at that. Do you see the foot? Yeah. Love that about Taker. Such an awesome dude. Bottom. Oh. What? Bang! Hits him with the look rock at the bottom. ring. Look at the ring right now, and then this here. And look at the bodies. Just the, all those that. bodies. And the stunner from Austin. 
beautiful. And look at the carnage. Look at this. And look at JR selling it. Look at the carnage in the room. Look at the carnage. Look at the bodies. Look at the human rubble. Austin is the one man standing. And then what did this mean here? You just love it. And the crowd's loving it too. They're all soaking it up. It's like the plan is in motion. The plan is set, Austin. Yeah. We're going to do it. I, We're going to do it. I've got pictures of you. Yeah, I've got pictures too. <laughs> yeah, you want to exchange them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got pictures? <laughs> yeah. I got pictures too. God damn it. Oh, yeah. so good. There Great show. Is. Wow. Any comments, Al, before we do a last shout-out for this episode? Great show. Great show. Very cool. Glad that we did this one. We've been talking about this for a very long time. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad we did it. All right, guys, before we actually finish up for this month, we want to give a great shout-out to a podcast that we think you guys should definitely check out. What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast... We call things how we see it, and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We, we're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week. And we make damn sure that there are a lot of get show moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your wannabe telenovela actor looking ass out here, that's what get show is. You'll be leaving each show with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Show Podcast. Give us a try. All right, guys, we are back, and it's that special time of the show where we've got a great shout-out to our affiliates and our sponsors, and the first one we want to talk about is Rogue Energy. So check out RogueEnergy.com and use your promo code 2702 to get 10% off products. Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. Second is Luxie. Uh, Luxie can enhance your performance with the analog grips to go onto your controllers of a PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo Switch. And visiting Luxie.com and using your promo code BRO247 gives you 15% off your total purchases. Next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort in performance. Check them out at triumphchairs.com and use your promo code BRO247 to get 10% off products. Next is Clinch Gaming. So Clinch Gaming uh, manufactures custom professional gaming controllers for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. Check them out at clinchgaming.com and use your promo code BRO247 to get 5% off products. Our second last is Player One Coffee. Using your promo code BRO247 gets you 5% off products. Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes, custom tailored for gamers, creatives, developers, and just about anyone who enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is Victorious Eyewear. So Viterix Eyewear uh, developed blue block lighting gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you remain comfortable and focused during your gaming sessions. Uh, using your promo code BRO247 it gets you 10% off their products. And that again is VictoriousEyewear.com. Bro, another companion. Look at, look at you. Look at, the, <clears throat> look at all, all them affiliates with us. How awesome is that, hey? 
we got everything covered. We got drinks, we got chairs, we got controllers, we got glasses, we got coffee. We got them all, everybody. We got them all. Good show, bro. Fantastic. Yeah, very nice, guys. So episode number 74, guys, wrestling companion number 51. Should we talk about what we're doing now for the end of November? Should we talk about that or wait a little bit for people? I think people should wait. We'll give them a nice little surprise. I'll give you one clue, guys. We're going old school. That's what I'll say. We're going old school, guys. Looking forward to it, too. Also, too, if I can, um, I did it last episode. I'm going to do it this episode as well, too. Guys, if you are looking for some cheap hilarity and you want to laugh at a 36-year-old man hanging out with young people and trying to be on the Tiki Tok, <laughs> I'm your man. Guys, you can find me. That's at Alan Ross. The, it's not a O, it's a zero in my name. That's Alan Ross 84 on the Tiki Talk. If you add me and you like my videos, I will do exactly the same for you. Thank you. See, guys, he's sharing the love. He's giving you a like for a like and a follow for a follow. So go out and support mm-hmm. Alan on his TikTok. He does some funny stuff, guys. He's a very funny man, my brother. So thank you. Check him out. Thank you very much. All right, guys, and as we say, each oh, I'll do a shout out really quickly, guys. If you want to follow yeah, us sure. directly on Twitter, it's all on the broadcast T H E B R O K A S T. Instagram is all one word, the broadcast podcast. Download all shows on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Highcast, Castbox, Listen Notes, Spotify. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you should definitely find our show. Thank you for everyone who's actually supported us throughout the year. We've done so many shows on the digital format. We're really digging it. We've got some great things to finish off 2020. And, guys, as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. guys um thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment here's a funny fact when i was over in canada years ago and i was talking to my wife about this the other day it's like our local cinema some cinemas you can actually take fast food into like sometimes you have to hide it down always you know cheeseburger under the top cheeseburger down the crack wherever you put your you know your food when you take it in cheeseburger down the crack what's that what's that that's what's that l that's what you said. Um, I'll take a cheeseburger down the crack. What? They put it in there? No! You put it in there, motherfucker! No, well, no. Just to hold it. Just to, just to hold just it, to guys. Straight, don't I am a robot. <laughs> Check out my stink Here's hole. Here's my ticket for entry to the cinema. Thank mm. you. Just try and walk. Yeah. I'm clinching a double quarter pounder between my bum cheeks. <laughs> I took it out of the box for some weird reason. I took it out of the box for some weird reason. <laughs> It's just sitting there. Oh shit, the sauce. Oh. I can feel it. Oh, I feel a gherkin <laughs> rush against my asshole. I think that's sauce. I hope that's sauce. Dull. No. Grab the ch- Grab, grab some napkins <laughs> and maybe one of those refreshing chalets from KFC. Uh. <laughs>